<laughs> Welcome to the Mitten Music. <laughs> we hope you stay and enjoy the sleigh of this beautiful podcast. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you, my friend? Welcome to the show! (laughs) We continue our conversation with Jacob Betts from the American Hotel System. In this episode, he focuses on core values of the band and many stories around his family. I think one of my favorite uh, songwriting stories was uh, our postcards. EP. Uh, we have a song called Always Greener. Um, so in 2020, we went from, you know, playing every week with each other, seeing each other all the time, um, to nothing for like four months. We didn't mm. see each other. Uh, Haley um, was a nurse tech at COVID unit. Oh, wow. So she was like working, Deep into it. Yeah. you know, 14 hour shifts at a COVID unit. And then um, CT actually lives like 45 minutes away. So he was there. Um, we were all separate. And then Samuel was in North Carolina. He's from North Carolina. He drove down there to visit at Rocky Mount. Shout out to Rocky Mount. Uh, he went there to visit, and he got in a car wreck. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't have a car. And then he was like, well, there's nothing happening anyway. Right. Yeah. So uh, the store he worked at was closed. So he's like, well, I'm just going to stay here. So we didn't see each other. And I was while. so bored. You know? Yeah. I mean, I was working every day still. I was fortunate enough to still have a job. And when so many didn't, right? Um, I didn't see a lot of people, just like everybody. I think that's a shared experience we all have, right? right yeah. like most people had that shared experience. And uh, man, what? I don't know of another thing that in history that I'm aware of. There's a few things, I'm sure. But in recent history that people who are alive today have experienced, that was so unifying. Mm-hmm. Because of a shared experience. Yeah, totally agree. And it's shocking to me that, (laughs) it's not shocking, people are people, but I go, wow, we, that affected every single person on this earth. Mm -hmm. And I am amazed that it did not bring us together more. So I hope, I hope it can long term. That's, that's a cool, that's an interesting perspective on what happened. Because like, if anything, it, it seemed like it divided us more in some yeah, way. Right? Right? Yeah, it's like, I feel like it, it seems did. like it. It did. It, I feel like not only America, but the world. No, the world, yeah. yeah. And what I go, you're saying makes perfect freaking sense. We like, we all like. I can say, oh, the pandemic, and everyone's like, yeah. You know, there's just like this. Oh, shared collective. Right, right. Whoa, yeah. Mem- almost so, a memory. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Still <laughs> a little bit. We're dealing. getting there. We're getting there. Um, We've had COVID in our house in, in like a weeks ago. Yeah. Like not too long ago. Yeah. So it's still a thing. I I actually have I have long COVID. I was uh, diagnosed with long COVID about six weeks ago. Yeah. Oh wow. And, and uh, you know it's like oh it still lingers on. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean obviously I'm like <laughs> I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and there's people I know who have, like, my cousin has permanent. Lung damage, oh, from, you know. From, yeah. uh, oh, so, it's, but this is like a shared thing. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Everybody I've ever met is like, oh yeah, yeah, we all have. So I was like, what do we do? We went from being together to not, and so I would just, uh, you know, in, in middle school and high school, well, we'd open up a Skype session, my friends and I, and we'd just Skype. 
we weren't doing the same thing together. Right. But we would, you know, I'm playing Xbox. What are you doing? I'm watching a TV show. We would just talk. So I went, well, Zoom. Hey, that's like the same thing. So I would send a Zoom link to the band and go, hey, I'm just going to be in my studio. Uh, I'll have this on. And (laughs) And we would hang out for hours and hours. More than we would have if we would have been in person. Yeah. Well, we're creative people, so we're going to write music. I haven't heard anybody say that. Like, that's super interesting. And I'm kind of... Why didn't I do that with my friends? Yeah. Kind of thing. Of well, course. I, just leave it on like a, a live feed kind of deal. Yeah. At your place. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Friends. I mean, we that's did. Cool. I did some like intentional yeah. Zooms with friends yeah. And yeah. to connect and let's right, talk, like, but not like open channel. Yeah, this yeah. was right? like, yeah. you could have it open for like six hours at it was, a time. It was a chat room, basically. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a video re- chat room. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, I have not heard of anybody else doing that before. Be- before, cool. before we go on, yeah, I just, I, like I, I just gotta, because I don't want to lose this thought, just yeah. thinking about like you and your band and these, these folks that have been together since, well, most of them since you entered college. Yeah. It just seems to me you have this strong connection together because you guys stayed together through college, which isn't unusual, but just like, I don't know, some of the things you guys talk about and yeah. just, it just is very unique to me that this core group, and it, to me, I think like many bands will break break up, right? I think this band has a lot of longevity in oh, it. thank you. Because you bring in also some of your, uh, you talked about, I think it was named, was it Nate or Zach? Yeah, anyway, exactly. doing the uh, yeah. mixings like he was in that in that connection. He and, was, and hmm. uh, so I, I just I just thought that that is cool. interesting. That it seems like you have a core connection. And it's really strong, which might make things quite a bit better for you as a band. I uh, I know that I think back to orientation day at college. The dean of students said to uh, all the freshmen, "Hey." relationships grow very quickly here. Small Bible college also. Sure. So that, you know. Any church um, or any small college could yeah, say the same thing, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, because you spend so much time with each other. Yeah. At which you don't do that in real life, right? Like what other place in the world can you be with somebody, a group of people for 16 hours a day, maybe right. more? And then you sleep, and you're within what, twenty, forty feet of each other, like in a dorm, like, and then you get up and you do the same thing. Right, so right. after a few weeks, you've spent the equivalent of like months and months mm-hmm. and months with these people that you would in you know outside of that environment. So those experiences, you know, one of our core values as a band, okay. we have core values that we have listed. Awesome. Uh, one of them is fun, and fun. W- fun. Not P H U N F U N F U N man. There you go. Um, Just want to make sure that's clear. <laughs> it was very. It was a very strong f- that I put on that. So um, I apologize to those listening who have misophonia. So, um, or if you like ASMR, maybe that was uh, a okay. That was your thing. Um, anyway, yeah, fun is one of our core values, and in doing the research for this, I mean, we we worked on our operating agreement. We've had drafts of it for years wow. of like going, okay, we like, we're growing this thing. How do we steward it well? Right. We want to be good stewards of this, of these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of our core values is stewardship. And a lot of businesses, I was reading articles about why you shouldn't have fun as one of your corporate values. And they were like, well, how do you define it? 
how do you define fun? You have to be able to define your core values. And so I went, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Because we're friends first. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before we're business colleagues. We are business colleagues. Because that's what this is. But there was a base before that. Yeah, we didn't. No 15-year-old with a guitar goes, man, I really can't wait to write an operating agreement someday. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> For sure. You know? the uh, Absolutely. Doing, you know clearing pr uh, uh press releases or whatever like no you don't think about that you think about playing and it's called playing like yeah. literally it's called playing music um it should be fun you know so fun i said okay uh, we seek to I, I'm, this is not going to be verbatim but you know i think it's something along the lines of we seek to foster experiences that move us emotionally and bond us relationally that's wow. cool. I think that's I like at the base that. of everything we do. That, that is... Right? That is legit. Inside jokes you have with your friends. You think about it. You know, I mean, okay, so we, we went to uh, Pennsylvania last weekend. For two days, we were in the car with each other. How many inside jokes do you have by the end of that trip? Uh, too many to count. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Plus all the old ones. And plus all the old ones, right? Which come from years of spending time together and being yeah. on the road and playing shows. and. You know, sure. references upon references, and by the end, it's unrecognizable, but you know what it is. Yeah. Well, those things bind us together, right, mm-hmm. um, relationally. And those experiences we have together, well, you're at a music festival, okay? There's hundreds of other people there, but you're doing this together, right? There's five of us, and we all have that shared experience. And so that's that's one of our, our core things. And so that's- at the basis to what you were saying at the basis of who we are is we're friends uh, and I'm grateful, you know, and a lot of college relationships come and go and right, yeah. you go, Oh, we should get coffee soon. And then For- you don't. And it was fine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? yeah. yeah. Right. you run into each other at the grocery store and you haven't seen, you're like, Oh, you're couch, your son now three. Oh my goodness. You know, I, I've um, never met him in real life until yeah. now. Okay, yeah. Great. Yeah. A lot of truth uh, to that. It literally so happens to me every day. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of those relationships are while they're good, they're they're good and they're positive and I think they they've impacted my life. Um it is still astonishing to me that we are still friends. Yeah. 6 years post college. Right. right. You know. Like we were going, "Wow, we were we're coming up on like 10 years of you know being freshmen. What the heck? Like what what the heck is yeah. that?" Um, yeah. And uh and we're still friends. You know, and that's I think that's really all, that's, beautiful. It's awesome. Um, I'm grateful for that. Super cool. So I appreciate you pointing that out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank job, you for Jeff. thank you for diving into that. It yeah, is true. Man. Like you talk about at, at college, there is a different. You build, and, and you're also independent. Like this, is like the mm-hmm. first time in most people's life that they're kind of on their own. Yeah. And you got to lean on all these other people as well, because because oh, yeah. you don't have that. Your parents aren't there. I mean, some people might go home every week or whatever, but it just depends. So that was my, that was totally me. Uh, so my, uh, I've, I've talked about this before, uh, publicly. Um, it's a big part of my, my story, um, through early adulthood, um, was my father was very sick when mm. I was a child. Um, he had a lung disease that was undiagnosed, still, uh, to this day, we don't know what it was, but um, he died when I was 16. Oh, um, man. And we, I mean, my mother and I lived out of like a hotel room 
in Ann Arbor when wow. my when my dad was at U of M. Wow. Um, and that's uh, whoa. Like, <laughs> um, I always had my mom with me. Yeah. Always. It was us against the world. Like, uh, and fortunately, this was unrelated, but um, we started homeschooling when I was in high school. Okay. Um, for for different reasons than um, because my dad was sick. We uh, mm-hmm. I, there wasn't a, a program uh, from where I was that uh, would have served me well. Um, right. So we were able fair to tailor. Enough. Yeah. We, we were able enough. to tailor curriculum. That's cool. Um, that that I needed. Um, and that was a blessing in disguise because I wouldn't have graduated high school on time oh. with him being so sick. Yeah. Right. Um, because we didn't have a hospital in our hometown. That's a bummer. yeah. Because you grew up in uh, Houghton Lake. Houghton Lake, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's nearest hospitals half an hour away. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So most of the time he would he would be there, and we'd just drive home at night. Um, he got really really sick when I was twelve. Um, he was sick most of my life, but I was twelve years old, and uh, he was in the hospital for two months uh, in Grayling, yeah. north of Houghton Lake. Yep. And then they eventually said, hey, we got to transfer you to U of M because you're getting worse. Uh, oh, so that's not what you want to hear. No. So a three and a half hour ambulance ride later. Oh, oh uh, my gosh. And that he probably was, cost freaking $10,000. Oh, it was it was crazy. $100,000 probably. I think it was like 25 or 30 wow. For real. Oh yeah, it was, it was insane. Gosh. Yeah, it was insane. Like the last um, thing you need on top of your plate. Is oh, yeah. Crap. And he was denied health care because of his pre-existing condition. Oh, oh. of course. So, of course. Um, of course. So my, wow. I mean, my parents really struggled. Oh, um, I never knew, right? Wow, they they man. never ever. They still. I mean, I had wow. a wonderful childhood that I am so fortunate to have had. Uh, my biggest supporters ever. My parents, my grandparents, who are my next door neighbors. My grandparents. Come oh, on, yeah. Like, cool. There you gotcha. go. Yeah. I mean, that is crazy. Like the fact that I had two parents. To begin with, when so many of our friends don't, yep. yeah, yeah, and yeah, they were together, that's yeah, like, right, right, right. I'm thinking of like when I was 16, my parents got divorced, yeah, and I didn't have both right. of them anymore, right? So I was so so fortunate. Uh, mm-hmm. My grandparents, once again, literally my next door neighbors. So I had a very strong support network. Yeah, so we, yeah, he was he was transferred to U of M, and we lived out of the hotel room for six seven weeks. Mm. Um. That was that first time we did it. We did it again, yeah. like twice after that, wow. Uh, wow. for longer. Um, but uh, so my my point is in that it was my mom and I, and then my dad died, and it was still us. We had each other. Yeah. Okay. And yep. then I went to college, and I was alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. know. Right. Yeah. For the first time ever, alone, um, and felt that deep loneliness. You know. Um, and I I uh, used to say. Because before, uh, before this, I was like, I just don't understand depression. I don't get it. How can you be sad? Just don't be sad. Like, right. so ignorant. Yeah, so yeah, ignorant. Because yeah. if you've never felt that way, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Coming. Yeah. Or, don't yeah. worry. It'll happen someday. Um, just your time's coming. Uh, <laughs> so Aww. so I, I was truly alone. My roommate went home. He's from Kalamazoo. Aww. So he drove home to be with his family. And then I was alone. And I knew one other. I knew two other people, and they were off. They think they were back home for the weekend, and I didn't have anybody. And that was like, oh, oh, right, okay. Um, so you do have to rely, yeah, on your friends. Um, and I think that just strengthens those bonds because you're growing up, you're discovering yourself for the first time, right? Um, one could argue that being in a small 
Bible college setting is not much more than, you know, supervised homeschool group perhaps uh, yeah, at yeah, times. But yeah. um, I w- I'm grateful for those experiences. And um, You got through it. You, I got through it. You made some I got through it. connections. You <laughs> and now you got friends. a band. I met yeah. my wife there, you know, yeah, so that works. So there was, uh, there was a, a light at the end of a tunnel that was. you didn't know you were rolling down. Exactly. It sounds like. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was the start of um, what I would I consider a very transformative um, era for me. Where it went from I mean I've I've always uh, I've always been a very positive person. Um, if I could meet my high school version of myself, I'd punch myself in the face and go, "Just shut up, <laughs> please. Ooh. You're annoying. Learn to learn to be quiet and listen every now and then." But would you we would that? all say that. I think we'd would all. You just, would you say that, Jeff? Well, you I was punch pretty, yourself? I was a pretty quiet guy, so I, I, smack I, I have different reasons for. You'd say talk more. Um, well, I would yeah. smack myself yeah. in the face. <laughs> I mean, we definitely. I was a but you know, it's like it's guy. always hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So exactly. we always we always can make ourselves better. So we just gotta learn from it and make ourselves better for right. the future. Right. Uh, and having that positive outlook on life, like I said, I was very fortunate to have a, a, a support network that was very stable, very strong. Um, and that's how we got through the daily struggle of, is my dad going to be dead in the morning or is he still going to be yeah. in critical care? Like you have to go, okay, I can be sad. And that's a perfectly reasonable response for sure. Right. Is absolutely. to be like, this sucks. Cause it does. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you, you know what, it, to, to be, to carry that sadness daily makes perfect sense. My parents set a great example of going, okay, you know what? Today wasn't that good. There's tomorrow. And we're just going to try tomorrow um, and see if it's better. And so I, I, I was, I'm grateful that I had a network in place that was able to facilitate a really positive environment for good. me. You know, that's good. So I wasn't going to ask you this earlier because yeah. I was like, well, but I'm assuming the December graduation is because you were ahead. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I actually in um, um, this is I don't think I've ever I don't know if I've talked about this before uh, in a, in a oh. cinema like this. So, Secret sauce. Um, so that's why I was homeschooled. I, we, we switched to homeschooling. Yeah. Um, I was uh, ahead. Um, and there wasn't a program in, especially in Houghton Lake, <laughs> that would serve anybody. Who, right, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe if um, you were in like Grand Rapids area, oh, possibly yeah, I, something. I would have been able to find yeah, that's way place. up. Yeah. That's way up north where right. less resources. Less resources. Yeah. I had, there was, there were a few teachers who, um, made a wonderful impact on my life. Yeah. You know, shout yeah. out to Mrs. Kraus. Sounds like it. I wouldn't be who I am without her. Like, I mean, incredible. Awesome. But overall, Badass. that school system is, cool. uh, it, they struggle, right? Because um, the resource and, you know, it's, it's bad. Um, for It's bad around, all around. The teachers don't have the resources they need because the school doesn't have the resources they need sure. to yep. give yep. the students the resources they need. So My wife has worked in the public school system yeah. for 15 years. I know yeah, all you about say, it. So you know but I'm more. in West Michigan, not yeah. Northern Michigan. I, so I, I'm not any kind of authority to speak on that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, we, we homeschool because of that. And I, uh, when I was in fourth grade... Um, that was when we, we switched. Um, I was getting all my work done really early and, um, anyway, the, the school said, Hey, you should, you should have him tested. And my parents, they told my parents had me tested. They had me tested. And, uh, it was in, I think it was the top 4% of like 10th graders in the United States. 
Oh, my. So we got a letter from the state of Michigan. Um, Damn. My mom did saying, hey, we recommend that you put Jacob in 10th grade next year. In what grade were you in? I was ten years old. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And so, so she you went. Were like go hang out with the. Uh, yeah, go yeah. hang she out went, with the fifteen-year-olds. So year how olds. about no? Uh, we'll <laughs> I'll homeschool you. We will skip sixth grade. We'll do seventh grade work. That's what I needed. Uh, I need. I needed a little more than that. I actually was doing like tenth grade history and stuff sure, like that. Yeah, like you know, it yeah. was like a mix. But that yeah. was the beauty of it. We were able to get a curriculum where we could pick and choose. Wow. Um, what I needed, and it was able to serve me well. Um, shout out to homeschoolers if you're homeschooled out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great. I could do a math class in my pajamas, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, Re- remote wow. schooling before remote schooling was a That's thing. That's right. As yeah, of we were ahead of the curve, man. Yeah, you were. Uh, you knew what was going on yeah. years before it really yeah. needed to go on. Wait, and this is this is interesting too. Um, I realized recently. My wife was homeschooled also. I realized recently that um, my family, the the one thing that was unique, um, and I'm sure there's more out there, but not that I, we're in my circle. Uh, everybody else I knew in my circle homeschooled for like religious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Which right, that's a common thing. Yeah, it is very common. I feel like. We didn't do that. And, and, and I mean, which we, I mean, I. I Grew up in church. We went to church. I mean, yeah. you know, it was it was an important part of my life. You know, that just wasn't. Um, but it wasn't why. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is um, that is a good delineation to make. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that makes a lot well, of I sense. Think now, yeah, I think now it's religion or political or yeah. whatever yeah. reasons. Yeah, yeah, that, but still, yeah, that and that wasn't why we did it. Uh, which I realize now is like pretty unique. Yeah, in well, my experience, I think th- I've never heard of anyone. Yeah. to do it for that reason. I said it to my wife recently. I was like, I don't. No, I've ever met any other homeschoolers who didn't do it for religious yeah. reasons. Um, wow. Well, you could have been, you know, you could have been like, uh, I forget some of these kids. They actually do go to high school as a, yeah, as a young 10 year old. Yeah, or whatever. it's like, yeah. in, in your, but it just, that's got to be tough because oh. you're not and awkward. You're, you're not everything. You're not socially there. there. Socially, you're not, yeah. yeah. Mentally, you're either. not there. Like, right. You might be there academically, but yeah, yeah. like social, emotional. But how awkward it would be in a, in a classroom with a bunch the of only tenth graders to exist. Oh no. no. So um, that can't be the only reason to do anything. No. Uh, so I did graduate high school early. So I I was a I was a freshman. So you're really like 19 still right now. Yeah. Right now I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually 16. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm the baby in the band. Everybody else is older than me. Uh, but uh, yeah, my 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 wife is like we met. So I was 17 when we met, and um, she was 19. And uh, oh, she, that is unusual. She was robbing the I know. Uh, and so she was telling her dad about me, and and uh, he was like, "Oh, well, yeah, he sounds great. Like, how how old is he?" And she went, "He's uh, 17." <laughs> And he was like, "He's seventeen, you know." Uh, um, what anyway, really happened? He's was, only seventeen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so she, yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, she was. Uh, so all, yeah, all my, but all my uh, bandmates are. It's funny. They're older than me. That's okay though. Okay, uh, baby. Okay, you're the just a little baby. Just a little baby. in the band. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that's why I was homeschooled. Um, because I was, um, I needed a little more advanced yeah. curriculum than what was available uh, to me. That's cool. So um, the last song actually on it, I'm I'm really eager to share. Um, it's the most recent, 
and that came that came to me uh, last April. So we, I'll end I'll end with this. This is a good place to end. Um, I was sitting in my office last April, and if you've been to our live show in the last year, you've you've heard this story. I was sitting in my office one night. I was managing a coffee shop at the time, and uh, I got an email, and it was from John Bon Jovi Touring Partners, which is like the craziest email ever. Yeah. How would you expect an email? I, I have a I have a screenshot of the notification still, right? <laughs> you got proof. I was like, <laughs> what? And I, I opened it, and I was like holding my head at my desk, staring at my phone, and my coworker walked past and went, are you okay? And I was like pale, sweaty, right? Like, I went, uh, uh, I think I think we're going to open for Bon Jovi in five days. <laughs> we had five wow. days notice. Wow. <laughs> That's not a lot of time. Yeah, biggest show of my life. I'm glad it wasn't longer. If it would have been longer, I would have died. I was so anxious. I couldn't think. Yeah, sure. I couldn't yeah, do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it was nerve-wracking, right? And we went and we played, and it was the most amazing experience. As I said earlier, just astronomical um, when it comes to the... the, the, the it was so not normal, yeah, right? right. It's just so surreal. All of our families were there. We all had family members. In fact, Samuel, it was his parents' first show ever. Wow. Of ours. They live in North Carolina. Yeah, that's they true. They flew yeah, up yeah. for it. Um, you know, we rolled up in our minivan and SUV <laughs> to Cambridge Fieldhouse. <laughs> and uh, they're like, who are you? Security. They were like, oh, uh, yes, can we help you? Uh, we're like, yeah, um, we're the opening band. They went, hold on a second. They radioed in. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, right. You're good. You're good. We're, all right, we're in. Um, my grandparents were there and they, awesome. that was incredible. I can count really on, on two hands, the amount of shows they had missed in our, you know, uh, six, seven years as a band. And they, man, my grandma rocked harder than anybody else in, yeah. in the whole, in the whole auditorium, right? The whole stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, nine days after that, uh, Haley and I were, were, uh, watching a movie one night hanging out and, uh, my my grandparents had called earlier and they're like, hey, there's a guy who uh, was wearing your T-shirt at an ice cream shop uh, by our house. I was like, let's go and see if he was working there. Let's go and see if he's still there. We had a CD that uh, wasn't out yet. We were going to give him a copy. Yeah. Like, hey, that might be cool, right? Just a neat little thing. We showed up. He wasn't there. Oh, and I was like, oh. so I called my grandparents. I was like, hey, appreciate it. They weren't there. My grandpa said, well, well are, you, are you coming by to, to say hi? And I was like, no, no, it's okay. We'll see you later. You know, oh, okay. I didn't want to stop in, you know, unexpected company. And as soon as I hung up, I just felt that thing in me that went, you need to go to your grandparents' house right now. Mm. Just that, I don't know, it was like a drop in my stomach. And uh, I went, hey. Haley, we're going to my grandparents. She went, okay. And I'm like, two lanes of traffic. You know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I cut over and, and I called to say, I'll be there in 10 seconds. They went, oh, oh, I thought you weren't coming. And we hung out and it was the first time I had seen them since the Bon Jovi show. And um, we talked with them for like four hours, three and a half, four hours. Um, my grandma, you know, gave her a hug goodbye, told her I love her. I got a call the next morning um, from my mom that my grandma had an aneurysm oh and died God. like almost instantly. That morning, one of the most important people in my life. Right. Right? Oh. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. She was fine last night. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, you know, it was just a freak thing, you know? Well, they wouldn't have known. She could have been in a critical care unit and, right. and they right. wouldn't have been able to save her. 
And then, so I'm so grateful that I listened to that voice. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. That, that, that went, go do it. Um, so my aunt and uncle came up for a visitation and we're making arrangements. And five days after she died, this is oh my gosh, two weeks to the day after the Bon Jovi show. I come home from saying goodbye to my, my aunt and uncle. They're flying out the next morning. I come home and my wife is uh, laying on a towel in our living room and sitting back in a recliner. And I'm like, what's up? She's like, yeah, I'm like 80% sure my water just broke. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so our son, Theodore, was born. Oh, there you go. Wow. All within two weeks that happened. So yeah. Bon Jovi, oh. my grandma dying, Theo being born. That is so um, It's been nonstop ever since. Yeah. You know? Um, then Music Prize and the label and all this stuff. Right, right, right. right yeah. um, what, a, what a crazy two weeks. We had this song called The Feeling. Um, that was the first song we played when we opened in uh, Indianapolis. And I wrote it in Belize like six years ago because I... You know, I didn't want to go home the next day. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I don't want to go home, and I wish I could have this feeling again, and all this kind of stuff. That song means so much more now <laughs> than sure, it did yeah, when yeah, I wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just it, the experiences we've had in the last year, um, and uh, the the day that she died, I uh, I didn't know what to do with myself. I mean, what do you do, right? Someone dies, and then I mean, so they were, she was. <laughs> She was in the car, so they like were at a gas station. My grandpa pulled over and yeah. needed help, and so they cleared the scene. And the police are like, "All right, you know, you know, you can go home. Like, you guys okay? And anything?" We're like, "No." Oh. So we go home. Like, what do we do now? What do you do? Right. The world spins on, and you're left there to grieve. And so I went to my safe place, which is a coffee shop. I went to the stray, and I sat at one of the tables and I ordered a drink and I just had my notebook and uh, CT, our guitar player, text me. They knew I was texting the whole time. And yeah. They're close with my grandparents too. I mean, they had a, they, they called them Nana and Papa. Yeah. Like, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, they've been grandparents to my friends, you know, and uh, yeah. he said, hey man, uh, where are you? He was at work. I said, I'm, I'm at the stray. He said, all right, I'll be there. Don't leave. And he just came and he sat with me and was just with me. You know, and supported me. And I wrote a song called Not the End. Um, just kind of all came out, um, which most of the time songs take a long time for me to get just right. Sure. And this one just flowed from the pen. Um, and that's the last song on this new record. Ooh, um, sweet. That's a cool. 26 piece orchestra. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, it has a extended yeah. like two minute string outro that Samuel, you know, who plays violin. He played viola, violin, cello, arranged. Oh my god! Recorded all the different parts. I mean, it is. I uh, I don't know. We're gonna play it at a release show. Ooh. I I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna have to practice doing it without breaking down. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, nervous. I just listened to it without crying for the first time a few weeks ago. So. Um, <laughs> I've been super blessed to have, like I said, a family who is very supportive of me and, yeah. you know, not only supportive, but one of the ways they were supportive, we say supportive, what does that mean? Well, you know, one of the ways they supported me was by facilitating experiences for me as a child. I mean, my, my mother and my father and my grandparents for that matter, they went out of their way 
to uh, to give me experiences and I mean sacrificed so much you know whether it's taking me to you know taekwondo or taking me I did dance for a while mm. um, I was in a dance academy for a while and then scouting was a big part yeah. of my life yeah I can like, imagine uh, I've either of you either of you ever do scouts or have you been involved at all ever? I was. I was up until Scouts, like right up into it. E- okay. Or, uh, you know, there's Weeblos and yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's all the stuff before it. Yeah. I, whatever. I was right before moving to the next big thing. Okay. Yeah. But I, I never yeah. did it. I didn't do but it. But I know I didn't do it. Plenty of people have. It takes a lot yeah. Eagles, of the family. Eagle Scouts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, that's I, the the high point of. I was. Uh, here's a fun fact for you. Fair. Okay. Uh, at the time, this has since been surpassed. I was the youngest Eagle Scout in the state of Michigan. Oh, that's cool. Um, not, and so, not anymore though. Not anymore. Sounds like someone else beat you. <laughs> someone else beat me. But uh, all that to say, my that doesn't happen. When people go, "Wow, you're an Eagle Scout." Well, here's the thing, man. My parents are Eagle Scouts too, right? Like right. that does not happen without dedicated family. Like sure. legit. Like yeah. That's... So. You know, and Eagle Scout is, like is a something. That's, I mean, it. it, it I would not be re- who I am without it's a it. real something. Yeah, I wouldn't be who I am without the virtues yeah. and practices that I learned um, from enough. scouting. You know, at the same time, growing up with a sick father, I I think, uh, you know, that kind of forces you to grow in ways that maybe don't necessarily have to when you're right. 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm grateful for them. Um, and brain injury and all that kind of stuff like that just uh you know contributes to the story uh that i'm yeah. i'm walking and sure. and uh, i i pray that you know there's somebody out there who who hears it who resonates with it and if one person hears that that's that's worth it that's why I do yeah it. yeah that's so, awesome thank, thank you guys you. thank you thank you all right look out for the record and some shows Absolutely. coming up follow us <laughs> stream us <laughs> The American Hotel System! If you enjoyed this episode, check out more episodes on any streaming service out there today, as well as our website, www.themittenmusic.com. You can also find playlists and concert listings there, too. Check us out on social medias, uh, Facebook and Instagram. 